Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Kendra Petroni and today we're talking with Julie Garner, the founder of Project Yellow Light. It's a scholarship competition designed to bring about change and encourage teens to develop and embrace safe driving habits. Julie founded the project after losing her son Hunter in 2007 to a car crash, but we'll also talk with Jamie Pandicio. She's the Franklin High School senior who was the winner of the Project Yellow Billboard for her Eyes on the Road design. Good morning, Julie, and good morning, Jamie. Welcome to the show. Good, good morning. morning, Kendra. Julie, I'm going to start with you. So, so tell us about Project Yellow Light. What does it do, and why was it created? This is a national scholarship competition, and we have two divisions, high school juniors and seniors, and all full-time undergrad college students. And then within that, we have three aspects where all of these uh, students create public service ads to get the word out to their peers to be careful on the road, to not drive distracted. And we have a TV, radio, and billboard competition. Why did you create Project Yellow Light? As you mentioned earlier, um, my son Hunter was killed when he was 16 years old and due to a car crash. And, you know, at that age, you're just reaching the prime of your life. You've got your whole life ahead of you. And quite frankly, it just about killed my husband, daughter, and I. I mean, you know, I just wanted to crawl under a rock and die. I didn't want to face life. And I would have done anything to change places with Hunter, but, you know. So for our own survival, we had a few things that kind of bubbled up to the surface. And one was we wanted to keep his memory alive. We didn't want anybody to ever forget him. But beyond that, we also wanted others to remember how he died so that they wouldn't repeat that same mistake. The other thing was I wanted to take all of his friends and just hold them tight and keep them safe. And not just his friends, but of course, all young people who are just, you know, starting to drive and getting out there on the road at this age. I think I was reading somewhere that over 400,000 people were injured and close to 3,000 deaths were related to distracted drivers. Is that right? It is correct. And when Hunter died, it was the leading cause of death of our youth in this country. And it's still one of the leading causes of death. And when they're teens and young adults, 
it's typically due to a distraction. Our focus with Project Yellow Light is on texting and driving because it is one of the major distractions. And because of that, it's totally preventable. These car crashes are totally preventable. So we felt it critical to get the word out to the youth to be careful. And we do it by means of peer-to-peer communication because we feel like nobody's got a better voice and a better reach than the youth to each other. In your opinion, I mean, you mentioned the texting and driving focus. Is that one of the biggest, if not the biggest, cause of, of distracted driving? Or are there any others that that we should be paying attention to as well? Well, there are all kinds of distractions. You know, there's any kind of handheld device in a car and just eating in a car or having, a, you know, a lot of activity going on if you've got several friends in the car with you. All of those are considered distractions. Texting and using a handheld device are probably the number one cause. You know, being that we're in the middle of a health pandemic, a lot of people are driving. You know, we're driving everywhere now in order to be safe. For example, you know, people are doing curbside pickups for food, for retail, drive-in movies are making a comeback. So we're definitely seeing an uptick in more adults and teens behind the wheel all day long because it seems to be that's all we can do right now. Why is it especially important during this time, during something like a health crisis, a health pandemic, to be aware of distracted driving? Well, I think it's just as you say, because we are limited in what we can do, that we are on the road, and some are road trips, and uh, on top of that, you know, vacations and such. So I do think it's more critical than ever, as always it's critical, just to be aware and be aware of your driving habits and to not text while driving. You know, everybody thinks, and particularly at this young age, the youngest drivers, they think it's not going to happen to them. But I'm living proof that it can, and it does, and we just need to stop this behavior. We're going to talk with Jamie in just a minute, but first, you mentioned quickly about the the PSA competition and how it's educating young adults, you know, on the dangers of texting and driving. Tell us a little bit more in detail about the competition, the PSA competition that you have with uh, Project Yellow Light. Excellent. Yes, thank you for that opportunity. It is a national competition, as I said earlier, and we have the three aspects. And we uh, charge the uh, applicants with creating either a TV, radio, or radio or billboard public service ad to educate their peers of the dangers of distracted driving. And we give them creative license so that they can they can have it be um, you know a comedy, use humor, or that could be a rap song, or it could be poignant or an animation, whatever they choose, as long as it's in good taste and um, comes from their heart. We feel like that's the best way to reach one another. And they, the winners not only get a scholarship, uh, but they also have the opportunity for their work to be shared nationally through our media partners. The, their work will be uh, receiving national exposure all over. And it's just amazing to have your work at that age displayed all over the country. How can our listeners get involved with Project Yellow Light? And also, how could current high school and undergraduate college students get involved in the competition specifically? What would they need to do right now if they're listening? 
Well, we are today, I'm so excited, today is the day we announce our winners. And, of course, today we're having, or this year, we're having a virtual announcement. But the winner's work will still be shown on one of the big boards in Times Square, which is so thrilling. Yeah, sharing that work, which is just amazing to have your work up there on that board. Um, We are an annual competition and we open each year on October 31st, Halloween, so it's easy to remember. And the uh, submissions are due March 1st and April 1st, depending on which contest you enter. Everything can be found on our website, projectyellowlight.com. And it's all self-contained. We will reopen the scholarships again, as I said, uh, October 31st. And, but you can go to it now, see the winner's work from this year, and read all about the project. Well, the name Project Yellow Light, I assume, but I want you to tell me how you came up with that name. Is it meaning like yellow light to, to slow down, to pay attention, something like that? How would you come up with the name? Yeah, it's, it's a caution. And we started this in Hunter's High School, and at the time um, there was a video competition, a film competition, um, Matt Damon and some others were doing it, and they called it Project Greenlight. So we kind of just stole off of that idea and created this because, um, you know, Project Yellow Light being caution and be cautionary. What would you say to parents of young drivers who are listening? Because we have, we're a big family station, and we've got a lot of moms and dads and grandparents and family members who listen. What, what advice would you have for them if they have some young drivers who are either just on the road or about to get their license and go on the road driving? Two things, I think. Uh, one is they do listen to us. They do listen to us as parents. And, um, you know, you may think they, they don't, but they do. The second thing is do as you say. Do not text yourself. You know, make sure that your behavior in the car is what you want them to do because adults are very guilty of this same problem as well. Julie, I'm just curious, do you have any ideas or perhaps, you know, motivation to maybe work with car companies to sort of develop something that would prevent young drivers from being able to use their phone? I mean, you guys seem like you're on track with with this entire the billboard competition, the PSA competition. I mean, is that something that would be of interest to you to possibly work with, you know, car companies to make it so that it's actually impossible to text and drive? Yeah, I would absolutely love that. And there are actually so many devices out there now that are really good that prevent it. Um, You know, you can't 100% prevent because of emergencies in the car and that sort of thing. But um, there are quite a few apps and different uh, things that have been created over the years. It's, um, It's just that we need it to be a universal thing. You know, we need somebody to come out and just make it so that everybody has to uh, adhere to it. Right. Well, I want to give you and a website. Yes, I would love to partner with a car company. <laughs> I, I bet. Well, it's. I mean, it seems like something. Why aren't we doing that? It's 2020. I mean, why we have to we have to do something. Uh, but I want to give the website out one more time. It's uh, projectyellowlight.com for those that are listening. We will put a link up 
on our page as well on magic1067.com so you'll be able to find that uh, at the end of the interview uh, if you're just waking up and tuning in you're listening to exceptional women on magic 106.7 and we've been talking with julie garner she's the founder of project yellow light it's a scholarship competition designed to encourage teens to develop safe driving habits and to help prevent distracted driving julie founded the project after losing her son hunter in 2007 to a car crash but we're also talking with Jamie Pendicio. She's the Franklin High School senior who was the winner of the Project Yellow Billboard for her Eyes on the Road design. Now, I want to take a moment and talk with Jamie. Jamie, you were a senior this year during the pandemic. Is that correct? Yes, I was. I just graduated. Well, I'm sure that experience was not the one you were probably hoping for at the end of your senior year. What has this been like for you just as a student uh, before we get into Project Yellow Light? What was this like for you the last few months? Um, it sounds pretty bad I'm not gonna lie obviously we're teenagers and we over exaggerate everything but um, now that I'm heading to college in the fall I'm going to UConn so things are looking up but um, I'm happy things are good and um, it's the world we're in stinks right now but I'm sure it's gonna get better eventually what made you get involved <laughs> with Project Yellow Light how did you find it um, so my brother Kyle won the same exact competition a few years back and I went to Times Square to see his billboard reveal, and I thought it was just so cool to see his design come to life all over the country. And at the time, I wasn't driving, but as my friends and I started to get our licenses, I realized how important this message was, and I wanted to be involved to help spread it. Talk to us about your billboard. It's called Eyes on the Road. Can you explain the design and the meaning? Yeah, so... Um, I got hooked on the idea of using an emoji because emojis are so popular among teenagers. So I wanted to keep it simple but impactful. So it's eyes on the road, not your phone, and not your phones in the text message bubble. And I think it's pretty simple but impactful, and that was my goal. You know, you're a young person driving right now, and you've got a lot of friends that are all driving. What's the feel amongst young teenagers, people that are just getting their license with texting and driving? Are they, are they getting the message that you really shouldn't be doing it? What's the, what's the real feeling amongst all of your friends and people of your um, generation when it comes to texting and driving? You know, I do see texting and driving. Fortunately enough, it's not really with my friends, um, especially with my connection with Project Yellow Light. My friends do understand the consequences. But Obviously, they're high schoolers. I see it. Whenever I see it, I remind them to put their phone down. It's really sad that teenagers can't put their phone down for 10 minutes in a car ride and they don't understand the consequences. And I think this campaign is so important because it's an, an opportunity to get that message across in a simple but impactful way. What advice do you have for, for young drivers who haven't gotten their license yet and maybe they're about to or they're taking driving lessons? What is one piece of advice that you would have for them after having worked with something like Project Yellow Light? I would honestly just constantly remind them to not text and drive because when I was younger, it was um, drilled into my head by my parents. And when I got my license, I just knew not to text and drive. I think that if we keep talking about it and constantly reminding younger people not to do it, eventually they're just going to um, not do it, hopefully. Right. And you mentioned earlier you're heading off to UConn. Do you know if you're going to be on campus yet when you go back in the fall, or are you, you still going to be home doing sort of remote learning? What's the plan for that? Um, it's ha 
half online, half in person, and no roommate. But I am planning on going back. You know, and as you get into college and you sort of move on, do you have plans to sort of work further with this initiative, with texting and driving? Is this something that you think you would be interested in staying with? A hundred percent. They have a college competition, and I'm planning on doing that one. Hopefully, the goal would be to win again. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. And but yeah, I want to. I want to keep going with Project Yellow Light. And you know, I asked this question hey. to. Um, <laughs> you know, well, it, it's it is such. A, it, what seems like should be a common sense problem that we can fix and we can't. But I think what you're doing, hey, somebody's got to start it, right? So we're, you're doing it. You're actively trying to help prevent and make everybody aware of it. Uh, Jamie, I want to ask you this. I, I asked it to, to Julia, what advice that she would have for her parents. But you, as the teenager, as the young person, what advice would you have on parents talking to their teenage kids about distracted driving, about texting and driving. Is there a tip maybe that you would have as to how parents should start addressing it with their kids? Like what would make you comfortable as a kid or as a teenager to have your parents bring the subject up? Well, Julie kind of said it, but I think that parents should make it routine to just get in the car and put the phone away. I think that um, if they repeatedly tell the kids not to text and drive and repeatedly show them put the phone down, I think kids are going to learn. Julie, I want to go back to you for for just a quick second before we uh, run out of time here. What do you think that your son, Hunter, would think of what, what you've been able to accomplish? You took a situation that I don't think many parents would be able to, to handle. I think it's something that needs to be, you know, reminded to everybody out there that not everybody can do what you've done. You took you know, a horrible experience, but you're trying to make the absolute best that you can out of it. What, what do you think that he would think of what you've been able to accomplish with Project Yellow Light? Well, I still feel like he's with me in so many ways, and I just hope he's proud of this effort. And, um, I, you know, I, 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 it's all for him. It's all for him. And I have other people tell me occasionally that he's smiling down at me, and that makes me so happy. Well, I can honestly say, both of you, Julie and Jamie, I'm, I'm so happy that we got to have you on the show today. And I think the message is so meaningful and it is so relative to everybody right now. And especially, like we said before, during a health pandemic where everybody's driving and everybody's, everybody's distracted, everybody is stressed, and we all go through it every day of our lives. But we have to remember to obviously focus when we're driving on just the driving. And I want to give your website out one more time, projectyellowlight.com go there. Is there a way that people could possibly donate to Project Yellow Light, or is it just to apply for the competition for the PSAs? Uh, yes, Kendra, what a lovely question. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, yes, we do. We're a, a 401c3, and um, all tax-deductible donations, you can donate through our site and find a link there. And you can also contact me directly through our site. So I would appreciate anything. All the funds go almost 99% directly towards the scholarship fund itself. That's wonderful. ProjectYellowLight.com. Julie Garner and Jamie Pendicio, thank you so much for being in the spotlight today on Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7 here in Boston. We appreciate the work that both of you are doing. Please keep it up. Uh, Julie, if you're ever in the Boston area, you're ever coming back. Jamie, I know you're a local girl, so you're right down the street. But Julie, if you're ever here in the Boston area, please 
please feel free to keep in touch with us here at Magic 106.7 and keep up the great work with, with what you're doing. Thank you so much, Kendra, and thanks for helping to share this message. Thank you both so much. Be safe on the road. Thank you for having us. Thank you to Julie Garner and Jamie Pendicio for being in the spotlight today on Exceptional Women. We talked to celebrities and CEOs, but we're also interested in talking with your neighbors, coworkers, and friends who are quietly making an impact in their communities. Go to magic1067.com and email us if you know someone you'd like to suggest. Follow us on Instagram at sue.tab and at Kendra the Entertainer. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to join us every Sunday morning for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.